Go. I am going. I hate recording. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Seriously, you need to stop doing this. It's so awkward. <laughs> Hi, friends. One day she's actually going to give me <laughs> some warning before she starts recording. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> welcome. You're the one that has to go to the dentist. I'm just trying to help you out. Yes. Just getting it started. Okay. <laughs> Look, today we are discussing Push by Nyla Kay, and I'm so excited for it. Like, I'm so here for it. Firstly, we chatted to Nyla, and she's hilarious. <laughs> like, she's great. I had so much fun in that interview. So keep an ear out for that at the end of this episode. Uh, but, yeah, secondly, I mean, go and read this book. Mm. Like, it's a must, right? It is so freaking hot. So we were recommended this book by one of our followers on our Instagram Live or Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago. And Here for the steam. Go follow her account. She's awesome. As soon as I read the blurb, I was like, yes, I love a good forbidden relationship. Forbidden romance, age gap. It's a male-male female with a heavy uh, focus on the male-male aspect. Oh. So good. It's like it's quite conflicting, I feel, at times. Like, Because when you first start reading it, you just feel like, oh, I don't really know if I should feel this way about this book. (laughs) But then I very soon got quite over that. Now it is an extremely fast burn as well. Love it. And I will say there is a lot of sex in this book. So if you... I mean, the story, the plot is fantastic. Yeah. I loved it, but it is very heavy. I don't heavy. think the sex detracts from the story at all. It, it just it adds to it. Yeah, it doesn't. I just know that sometimes people are like, eh. Yeah. Too, too much is like, <laughs> and I, I, which is not me. No, but, I'm there for it. Uh, totally. But I guess it's, it is, I just want to put it out there because some people really don't like a lot they but you know i'm each to their own each Each to their their own own. and that's fine that's where we accept all here (laughs) (laughs) nyla is an indie author and she likes to say that she's the peddler of the unconventional which i can say just from reading this book absolutely but she's got other books as well which really appeal to us that we have now put on the list to read as well so we're gonna obviously same as always we'll include all of nyla's contact details and social media and where to get her books um, in the description for the podcast so that you can go over and check out what else she's got there there is a trigger warning there's a trigger warning um so there is infidelity oh um so that's the trigger warning on there so (laughs) yeah yes that's the trigger warning so there is some infidelity so just be aware of that okay let's jump in so what we've got is we have ben and jessica who are married so they've been married for like 19 years they were high school sweethearts and they had their daughter Haley when they were in high school. So they're very young parents. They are like 36. Yeah, 36, 37. Their daughter's 18 and she's in college. So Haley. We open with a Thanksgiving like get together where Haley's coming home from college. She, she lives um, five hours away from the family home and she's bringing her boyfriend. And ultimately, her 
dad, Ben, is like super protective. He's not liking the fact that his daughter's old enough now to have a college boyfriend who is 21 and that is Ryan. He like kind of gives Ryan a lot of shit when he gets there because he's like, you know, you're not allowed to have sex in my house, all this kind of stuff. Like, Yeah, well, it's his baby girl and he's like just in full protective dad mode. Yes. But also he's kind of intrigued by by Ryan. He's like, wow. He's Slowly a- it, it, it comes to light that he's like, you know what? Yeah, he's that, a good-looking good dude. Bloke. Like, I'm yeah. not afraid to admit this. He's a good-looking guy and he's ripped to shit apparently, as is Ben. So we learn real quick when Ben's out doing the landscaping that he's uh, he's quite ripped and manly and yeah. handsome and just downright sexy, which <laughs> apparently Ryan has also noticed. It becomes pretty apparent pretty quickly that Ben, whilst he's really happy with his life, he also feels like something's missing. Like I guess he's kind of in a state of repetition. Like he seems to feel like he's just kind of stuck. Like, And also like he's not sleeping. He's unsettled, I guess you could say. Yeah, but it's... It's not like he's actually looking for anything. He's no. just, I think it's like he's so in love with Jessica and then but he just they had a baby young. He's only ever been with her. Yeah. Which don't get oh, no, that's actually sounded really bad when I said that. I'm not <laughs> condoning cheating or whatever. But no, he's just um, you know, he feels but that's kind of where it's a bit bereft, from. but he's not like actively going, Well, I need to fill this gap or anything like that, but it's just a feeling that becomes quite apparent, quite early on in the piece yeah. so yeah Haley is determined to have sex with Ryan in the house and Ryan's all like no we can't disappoint your dad until Ryan sees Ben and Jess going at it and he in the hallway in the yeah, in the middle of the night he went down to get a drink of water and then he came back and heard some to noise thought to check investigate it seeing and, them going at it and really I mean he could only see Ben's butt like pumping away I know that all you hear about is Ben's and he was like, Jesus, okay, um, this is stirring some feelings uh, down south. Yeah. And uh, heads heads back to his bedroom and goes, you know what, I'm going to get hey, it Hayley. on with Haley. I'm going to flip her over and just pretend she's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and look, I was a little bit conflicted there because I was like, oh, I, knew you I don't would know. Be. I knew you would be. Meanwhile, I'm like. I mean, don't get me wrong, the sex was I just want to but say, but I was like, mm, he's he's um fantasizing about your dad. <laughs> I just actually want to say that I'm actually so proud that you read this book because I know previously, like, it had a lot of things that I knew that you were haven't been keen on. Previously. The main thing is the age gap. That it was I the age gap, but then as soon as I read the like the blurb, it, it's like, <laughs> you know. I would be conflicted um, the, about the, the daughter and the dad. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a lot going on here. But we got, we seen so many reviews. I'm like, no, we it have draw, to read it. It drew me in like immediately. Like I was, there were little parts where I was kind of like, oh, he's still with her and, you know, yeah. like he's having these feelings. And But, yeah, I, at the end of the day, like the passion and the love that was there just kind of overwhelmed you and you were just like, no, nothing can stand in the way of this. I know. So then... Anyway, Ryan realises something's going on here. Between me and Ben. Yeah. So then the next next night, same thing sort of happens. Ben's awake. He goes down to his man cave in the basement. Ryan's up roaming around the house. (laughs) (laughs) He comes downstairs. And he's like, oh, I might go downstairs and hang out and slowly like there's a bit of. No, no, but like, you know. 
slowly like the lust just infects the room until they're mm. basically like dry humping the air and then um you know out of nowhere it's just like hey maybe i could suck your dick okay <laughs> so <laughs> So the thi- I guess the thing with this book as well, which I totally love and took me by surprise, that you actually get the impression, I, well, actually, I don't know, maybe it's an assumption, is that you think it's going to be the older... Ben's going to be the alpha because he is such yeah. an alpha in the house. And he's going to instigate it, but it's not. It's Ryan's Ryan. like, I'm taking <gasps> control. And Ben's all like, you know, you could, I mean, you could give it a go. I know, you could give it a go. Give I it mean, a go. And then, and then it's Ryan that fucks Ben for the first time, I and I was just like, it. "Oh, I couldn't believe!" It. I was just, "My God!" And because Ryan, his personality is such a sweetheart. Yeah, and, and then he just turns full on dominant. Ugh. Like I just loved when he put his leg up on the couch and just basically thrust his dick into Ben's face and was like, "Well, I'm done. Know, you it was like, like mm, it's my turn. Do you? I mean, maybe want to open up." <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, um, so moving so past this hot ass basement scene, in, and and we're just like inundated with like this sexual like energy that's just bouncing off the walls. They're just like trying to resist each other, but they're just they just cannot possibly stay away from each other. So yeah. you know, there's a number of trysts over the coming days. That's right. Uh, even to it the point where <laughs> Ben was like, you know what, like. Jessica's waiting for me upstairs. I better just go get her off. And I know that if I go down on her, she'll go to sleep. She'll go to sleep because I'm really good at it. So I'll just get her off. Uh, I know, like, he's that cocky that he's like, I know Ryan's going to follow me and watch. So he realizes Ryan's watching from the door and just like putting on a show. Roaming around the house again. And then he's like, I'm going to go back downstairs and I'm not even going to brush my teeth and see how kinky Ryan really is. Yeah. And then the whole time, both Ben and Ryan were actually thinking how great it would be to involve Jess yes. at that point in time. Yeah, well, because Ryan was super turned on by that yeah, as well. He was. So anyway, Haley and Ben, off they go back to school. I mean, Haley and Ryan, sorry, off they go back to school and there's just awkward tension there because Ryan's all like, damn, I'm into your dad. And then they're like, they broke up. Yeah, thank God. I mean, yeah, get rid of them. See you later. And Ryan's just all actually, like. Actually, because, and I'll tell you why I say that, is because. The whole time that this is all going on and Ben and Ryan realise that they actually like each other, they have this deep connection other than just the, the sex. Yeah, they get along really well. Like they they connect. I, I the, Again, like her, like Hayley I, has a really great relationship with her parents and I was like, oh, no, I don't want them to break Hayley's heart. So I was kind of happy. I was relieved that Hayley and Ryan broke up because I was like, okay, Yes, she might be upset, but at least like oh, for sure, it just took one extra issue out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Then there's like a big period, like in between when that they break up, and which was amicable. They yes, they they actually Haley broke up. Haley broke up with him, not knowing that Ryan was fucking her dad. (laughs) But so Ryan's like you know 
trying to drown his sorrows over Ben and the loss that he feels there. And he knows that Ben and Jess are coming up for Mm. Haley's birthday soon. Anyway, so he decides to go out to this like dingy ass bar and get wasted. And he comes across Tate, who he had met at the the Thanksgiving party. Haley's uncle's friend. Yes, friends. Like he grew up with Haley's uncle and her dad, like in high school, like they Mm. went to high school together. And so at Thanksgiving though, Tate was quite flirty, flirty with, with right. Ryan. Mm. So he was quite surprised. Do you know, originally I thought, I didn't realise originally that Tate was going to be gay. I thought he was like siddling up next to Ryan because he had a thing for Haley. Oh, no, I totally got the gay vibe. Yeah, I don't know why. That's where my mind is going. Him and stuff. Maybe because I was like, I wanted them to break up so badly. I'm like, oh, hopefully she's got a thing for Tate and they'll break up for that. But anyway, yeah, no. they broke up, so that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So um he gets with he he gets with Tate at this bar because he thinks, oh, oh, look, it'll actually push Ben out of my mind because I can't go there, can't upset Haley. Gets Even totally wasted. Broke, yeah. Even though they're broken up, he still didn't want to break her heart. So anyway, ends up fucking Tate in the bathroom. Oh. And mind you, Tate's like, you can just pretend I'm Ben because he kind of gets that something's going on because of Ryan's ramblings and I'll pretend that you're Ben too. Yeah, they've all got this man crush on Ben. Ben, I know, this man fantasy. So anyway, loved that. But move forward to the t- like Ben and Jess coming to see Haley for her birthday and they're staying at a hotel and Ben just desperate to see Ryan yeah, again. because they're gutted that Haley broke up with him. Yeah. They had no idea. No, and so he ends up calling Ryan over. They go and hook up at Ryan's house, which, by the way, Ryan's best friend and his girlfriend are there, and they overhear, and they're just like, it's cool, dude. Like, he's super hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I loved. But the issue was that Jessica also saw yeah, that's right. She followed them. She to followed Ryan. them to but Ryan's house. She didn't see them. She didn't see them walk up. Out, but, but she, she was, was just like, suspicious. What were you doing? Why were you there for so long? And then when he gets back to the hotel, she's there waiting for him, and then confronts him. Confronts him, and he opens up everything that he, what well, actually what he did with Ryan. Yeah, and then. I don't know, that turns her on, apparently. Yeah, so then- she ends up going and confronting Ryan. Yeah. And instead of like being angry at him, she feels bad that he's so gutted about it. I so know. he she kind of consoles him and then she invites him over for just like a night full of debauchery. And I was there for it. Like wholly there for it. It was so freaking hot, guys. Like I was you there know, for you've it. read it obviously if you've listened to this, but how hot was that? I was there for it, but Christ, I was exhausted. I was like, when is it morning? They had so much stamina. I was (laughs) like, you go, guys. So good. Yeah, so then we get back to when Ben and Jess then have to go back home and Ryan has to go back to school and then we're we're stuck with the whole they're missing each other again. So So much angst. Yeah, they just can't be without each other and they're still trying to navigate how this is going to work. But, you know, they're calling each other and they're just staying in contact. And meanwhile... Ryan's getting these suspicious phone calls as well, which we don't find out. We don't know what it is because he's like real anxious about answering them. So he doesn't answer. Yeah. He decides one day that he's going to go surprise them. He's going to go surprise them. It was around Christmas Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because Ryan's got issues with his. 
Yeah, with his mum. Oh, like he's all gutted because so his his dad's died. His mum's just like moving on. She's got a new partner with kids, and she's just like, yeah, you can come home for Christmas if you want, but she's really not that fast. And he has nobody, so he's broken up with. He's he's not he's living away for school. He's broken up with Haley, so he doesn't have her. He doesn't have Ben and Jess just close enough that he can be with them. He wants to be with them, and he doesn't have like he's got his friends, but you know, Alec has a a girlfriend, and her family was coming over for Christmas, so <laughs> so he was going to be by himself. So he surprises Ben and Jess at their house for Christmas time. You know, they do all these Christmassy things. They just have like an awesome time together. Yeah. It's so comfortable. But then it comes down to the point where oh. Haley's coming home for Christmas. And Ben's freaking out because he doesn't know how to deal with all these feelings that he's having for Ryan and the yeah. fact that it's actually real and not just kind of like yeah. some awesome sexual experience. Yeah. So then Ryan confesses that he's in love and then Ben freaks the fuck out. Like, total fucking meltdown and jess comes in and she's like what's going why on why are you doing this yeah like she's actually really upset with ben she's so upset because he's just basically pushes ryan out the door he's like you can't feel this way get out yeah like leave. Hayley, yeah because at that point ben all of a sudden is just overridden with guilt all of a sudden about yeah. Haley. it's like dude i think it's well past that i think it's time that you actually address the situation for what it is yeah so then obviously ryan leaves heartbroken and he has so nowhere to go and at one point i was like literally i don't cry i'm not a cry i was, I was like so upset i was like if this dude sleeps in the car by himself so on christmas eve i'm like like gutted I'm gutted like I it was know. gut-wrenching but then he, i love this he thinks you know what i'm still in town and um, I'm going to go. I'm going to call my good friend Tate. Oh, I love their, <laughs> honestly love their bromance though. I, I love Tate. I need him to have his own story. Oh, so badly. He gets he completely wasted at And you know Tate. what I feel about Tate as well? I feel really sorry for him because he's just like so resigned to the fact that, look, this is my life. Like I'm never going to have a commitment. I'm never going to have anyone mm. I can depend he's on. He's lonely as well. I'm just going to, you know, have fuck buddies and that's fine. This is who I am. And he's just so resigned to the fact that that's it. Like he's not even I looking know. for anything outside of it. I know. And I think at one point, I think in the bar, like previously when they hooked up in that seedy bathroom, I think you can – you kind of could possibly not like Tate, but no, I loved him. He's from the got start. yeah. He's just oh, I just feel so sorry for him because he's so alone. So anyway, they're the best of friends. They get wasted together. Yeah, they get wasted. They fool around. They fool around, and then Tate's like, "Hey, why don't you come to Ben and Jess's Christmas party with me as my plus one?" And then because Ryan's so wasted, he's like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that will really like." fuck Ben up if I turn up to this. And it does. And it's the most angsty, emotional, like, scene. I, I was like, oh, my God, this is so awkward and I just don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, because all of the family are there, they're like, hang on a second, we thought you and Haley broke up. Why are you here? Oh, you're here with Tate. Why are you here with Tate? What are you doing with Tate? Are you, <laughs> you gay now? What's going on? And then Ben and Jess are like... And then Ben's acting all like caveman and they're like, why is Ben freaking the fuck out? I love, he like lays Tate out. I know, but I love how Tate kept like antagonizing him. Like, well, maybe I'll leave with my man. I'm I like, know. Oh, yes, you will, Tate. Yeah, Tate was just stirring the pot like but big time. It made Ben realize. Well, no, I don't think, no, he actually knew the whole time, but it made him admit his feelings. And just go that. like, I fucked up here. I need to, yeah. you know, and which is good. So anyway, that just ends in a like high class drama. Him and Haley kind of 
come to a truce. Uh, Ryan and Haley kind of come to a truce there. They have a good chat there and she's kind of like, you know, mm. I want to be your friend, blah, blah, blah. And I think at that point Ryan realises, look, I deserve better than this, like being the dirty little secret. Finally answers that call. He finally answers the call. He makes a decision. Blocks Ben. He blocks Ben and he heads back home. And in the meantime, Ben and Jess are like, right, let's get him back. Mm. Uh, they can't get in touch with him. And it comes to New Year's Eve and Ben's like, right, I've got to go get my man back. So he takes the five-hour trek out to the house um, and here's Alec and Kayla and they're like, yeah, too late, bro. He's gone and we're not telling you where. I'm like, mm. devastated. Is this how it's going to end? That's what I was thinking because I'm like, is it actually going to end like this? Like, I cannot deal with it if it does. Yeah, so then it jumps ahead six months. And that's why I was like, oh, my God, he's going to go off and find someone else. He can't. I know. I think through the whole book, you, you ben actually. Ben freaking Lockwood. You actually don't know if there's going to be a happy ever Get after. Get your shit together. Or what it what that happy ever after is actually going to look no exactly so the call was obviously from boston um from a university there so um ryan transferred out there and he's moved in with his aunt that lives out there who he actually becomes really close with so he's work up he's trying to do law school but the whole way through the book as well you're getting the feeling that he's only really doing it to please his father because it was something that his father had said he was proud of and it's not really something that he's a hundred percent devoted to in terms of what he wants to actually do yeah so then you know one one night ben decides to turn up on the doorstep on the doorstep he somehow he broke kayla down and she gave in and gave a hint of where he could be and he turns up finally admits to ryan that he is in love with him and then drops the bombshell that jess is pregnant so great. Now, I'm not here for a surprise pregnancy. I, I don't think it fits in some stories and I get a little bit disappointed, but I actually really loved that there was a pregnancy in this. It the whole way fit. through the book, they kept mentioning the fact that ben they wanted another baby. But they both kind of would have loved to have had another one, but it just never worked out. And so, yeah, they're like, right, well, we don't know whose baby it is. Yeah. We just want to live together happily ever after. And that's kind of what they do. They go on a special honeymoon. They actually get married over there. And they're like, we're going to raise this baby together. But we, we need to tell Haley. Mind you, every other bastard finds out. They tell all their friends. They tell everybody. And then eventually they're like, <laughs> we should probably tell our daughter before the baby <laughs> arrives. And she realizes that we're in a polyamorous relationship uh, yeah. in a threesome like looking after a child who may or may not be her ex-boyfriends. <laughs> and I and I really love that she was so supportive of yes, it because all I she loved wanted it was for Ryan to be happy and she wanted her parents to be happy. But I love that she was so mad at her dad just for purely keeping it a secret. Keeping it a secret, exactly. But it was she, a secret for such a long time. She wasn't too. angry at Ryan, though. No, she's I know. Like, which she got angry at Ryan because he's like, look, I'll stop seeing them. I'm sorry. And she's like, do you love them? For Christ's sakes, Ryan, get your <laughs> shit together. Like, shit together, nothing Ryan. should pull that apart, Ryan. Oh, for God's sake. Look after like, yourself. Should I, should I move out of the house? She's like, oh, for God's sake, Ryan. Stop being a little bitch. I know. Just stop it. So we jump forward a year. The baby, little baby boy's first first birthday mm -hmm. and they're all like chilling out happy little families and i'm just loving it we haven't read the bonus scenes though but there are some bonus yeah, scenes on bonus um, scenes. nyla's link tree which we're going to jump on and read um and she has hinted at the fact that she's working on something push related which she's going to discuss on her facebook page on monday us time so keep an eye out for that mm-hmm 
But overall, we freaking loved this book. I'm sure you guys loved it too. Keep listening for our interview with Nyla because she is seriously awesome. I think I'm so so excited about reading her other books as well. Oh, definitely. I'm so keen for Distorted. I know. My gosh. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks so much. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, so this week we are really excited to be talking to Nyla Kay about her book, Push. So welcome, Nyla. Hi. Hello. (laughs) We're very excited to talk about it this week. And I think it's really timely as well because we are very passionate allies of the LGBTQ plus QI plus community and it's Pride Month. So it's a perfect time Mm. to discuss a male-male female uh, romance. We absolutely love that your book just embraces, I guess, all the different parts of their relationship. It's just like you've got Ben and Ryan and then you've got Ben and Ryan and Jess. And even though there's the complication with Hayley, it's just like at the end of the day, love is love and love wins. And I just love that. Yes, definitely. I just wanted to say... (laughs) I mean, were you trying to make people spontaneously combust? Uh, because that first basement scene, I'm like, oh my god! I was like, oh, we're getting into it. Wow. Okay, we're here. We're here. Yeah. So, um, well, what I will say about it is that um, the reason why it's so incredibly like fast and just like it just hammers the point like really fucking quick. <laughs> can I swear? Is that okay? That's fine. <laughs> okay. Just make no, sure. Um, <laughs> is because when I originally um, set out to write the story, it was never going to see the light of day. I started writing it for myself and because it was like some idea that came into my head and I was like, oh my God, this is too much. Like, there's no way this will be able to be like, you know, anything. This is not anything. I'm just going to write this quick short story for myself. And this was like a while ago at this point, because I think I was writing it in like 2018. So it's like a long time ago. Um, And yeah, I was just like, it's fine. Like, let's just make it like straight up porn. And then (laughs) as I was writing it, I was like, I fell in love with the character so much that I was like, nah, man, I can't hide this from the world. Like these guys are great. Like, so it just stayed. I, for one, am very thankful that you did not keep that to yourself. (laughs) Um, I needed that. Um. (laughs) We actually were recommended your book. We went, we did a Facebook live a couple of weeks ago and one of our followers like, you must read this. And we're like, yeah, okay, we'll do it next. And we started reading, we're like, I was reading the blurb. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is totally, totally. <laughs> um, but I didn't expect it to like to get to the level that that it got actually, which is very very exciting because it's it's like definitely unique. I mean, yeah, the way it's like written and everything is unique to the fact that it's an MMF that really only talks about the guys. Like, it, there's just like a lot of layers to it. I'm super excited that people vibe on it because. I do. I love them. I know. I I do love that. Like there is a lot of focus on Ben and Ryan. Like I loved mm. that that was the main focus of it. And then Jessica just kind of came in and she was like, "Yeah, cool. I'll be a part of it." But I was yeah. like, "Yeah." This is- like, she was like me. Like that was like me coming into the story where I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm down. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for that." I'm good. 
(laughs) and it broke a lot of stereotypes too I think especially with Ben having that really I guess his persona is I loved that yeah (laughs) so alpha and dominating even kind of like surprised me as well like how willing he was in that first basement scene. he was, was like, like the dominant one and I kind of expected yeah in that basement yes. scene that he was going to be like he'd be the instigator he'd be the instigator yeah. but then he was like the submissive oh, one. I love that, that. Is like what I absolutely like loved when the story like idea came to me and like you know the characters were like presenting themselves I just loved that fact that he was just so like not what you would expect yeah. from that and it was just so great it's so great oh there's so many things I want to say too, because there's like, I'm doing something right now and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, let us know. We're keen, we're keen to find out. <laughs> um, I think, and I think that's exactly what drew me into the story as well. I was, because I think you, when you read the blurb, you're like, oh, okay. You kind of think that the, the, the dad would make the, the first older, move. And then yeah. when it actually was flipped, I was like, Oh, I'm here for this. I'm here, I'm for, here for this story. Yeah. I guess and and um speaking of Ben, like the fact that he was so alpha and yet when he was with Ryan, he was more the submissive one is a re- uh, like we said, is a real turn on. Did you deliberately write him this way or did Ryan just sort of take over in all the steamy scenes? <laughs> it was. It was not, it wasn't like intentional at all. Like it just happened that way, which is just so interesting too, because yeah, I mean, Ryan is such a fucking sweetheart man he's just like I think actually I've said this before like out of all my characters I have like a few characters but he's like one of the main ones that like is really me like he there's so much about like when you get into like his family situation and like you know the whole stuff with like his mom and like how he always felt like sort of unseen and all this stuff I'm like it's just so me and like I love that so much that he gets to like be in this relationship where he like explores all these new sides of himself like it's it's so great it was totally unintentional but it was it was intentional because that's like how he was meant to be and that's how Ben was meant to be definitely yes yeah I know right like Ryan's story and oh I just I just felt for him the whole time and I'm like oh I don't want him to sleep in his car on Christmas Eve (laughs) it's really sad about that oh it's terrible but that's actually my favorite part of the book my favorite 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 part of the entire I tell everyone this my favorite part of the book is when he hangs out with Tate on Christmas Eve and he goes to the party and like all the drama I I just love it oh my goodness so tense to me like I was just I was into it I was into it and he like the poor thing like he's just trying to get through it and it was drama and then like the whole flip too of like Ben just being like you know like I fucked up it was just just like oh my god yeah I know like honestly I was up until 2am reading that night because like as soon as Ben was like no you can't feel that way and then I was just so gutted and I was just like I need to ride this out because I have to see where it goes and then with the Tate stuff like we were just talking about this before but we like absolutely love Tate I know like love him I feel like I nobody really expected to love Tate like that but I love Tate I think that he was like the perfect sort of like just shit stirring character that was just like like he really like in like 
in him like he doesn't mean to be that way like it's not he's not trying to be malicious he's just like it's the way he is like and him and Ryan have like a a good friendship like he was actually like super helpful to Ryan and like absolutely he was just so much like there for him like he was just like you know what whatever you're going through stuff that's cool we can pretend I'm Ben like that's that's fine like I'm gonna pretend that you're Ben (laughs) exactly like did you guys read the bonus scenes no I haven't read it yet yet. I haven't so yeah because there's something else going on with that that I'm actually like gonna be announcing um I'm doing a live in my Facebook group and on my Instagram on Monday so there's something going on for pride for push and yeah those bonus scenes have been actually I wrote those bonus scenes um right after push came out so it's been like almost two years at this point and I love them just as much as the rest of the book like they're just really cool it's not like a lot it's like 15,000 words like pretty quick but they are like the perfect like little in-between pieces of like certain parts of the story there's a, a Ryan and Tate thing that is just you gotta read it. Like, it's just, it's, oh man, Ryan and Tate, it's like such a dynamic. I can't believe it. I know. I, I do love their, their relationship, but yes, I can't wait to read that. And so there you go, guys, keep an eye out on Monday for some hot goss. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. Cause like you get to the end of the book and you're kind of like, well, I mean, what's happening with them now? <laughs> it is a rich area I've had like a lot a lot a lot of people especially lately like I don't know push has gotten a lot of attention lately um I'm not sure why like I think a lot of book clubs and stuff ended up reading it too which was amazing and a lot of people have asked for a Tate book and I'm like you know (laughs) it is a hundred percent something I've thought about a hundred percent so it's so probably like definitely gonna happen I'm just not sure when it's, it's probably definitely, definitely gonna <laughs> it's probably de- it's definitely gonna happen I just don't know when but it'll happen eventually and I already kind of know what his situation is too which is really cool because um he has like a unique situation about him that's unlike other MM books that I either have written or I'm like planning. So he has something, but then also like a few, like the, the Haley thing is very interesting to me too. Cause I have like half people like just hate Haley and they're just like, she's oh, no. like I love it. <laughs> right. And then I have other people who are like, we need to know what's going on with Haley. Like there has to be something going on with her now. Like what's she doing? What is it like when she tries to like bring a new boyfriend home or something? Like, is it like weird? So yeah, that's hopefully something that I'll get to like explore. I would never be able to write like a whole book for her, but just like something that I definitely want to look into because that's, I feel like that would be hilarious. That's like pure gold. Trying to bring a new guy home. Like it's, that's fucking awesome. I find that really interesting that people didn't like her because I I actually really liked Hayley. Like she was, she was always really supportive of her parents. I didn't like her because she broke up with him. No, nah, I reckon they didn't like her because they were like, she's kind of in the way, like, move over. Oh, <laughs> Let them get to their happy ending. She like, yeah, she never, she never really, she definitely did not stand in the way of anything. And I loved how supportive she was of, of Ryan too. Like she just really loved him. I think they had like a really great friendship more than anything. Absolutely. Like, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So did you remove anything from this book before you published or? 
um no can't you tell it's like really long just like the rest of my books <laughs> no I never remove anything I can't even when my editor's like oh you know these are things like she knows me well enough at this point she's like yeah you know these are things that maybe could go like if you wanted to and I'm just like okay duly noted but no everything stays in I have to yeah. it's like I don't know and yeah because also it was it was so like um wasn't originally going to be something that I released and then when and also it wasn't ever going to be MMF that's the other thing it was I had planned on writing it as like just like a, a short kind of like novella story that was just going to be MM and then like end with not an HEA like it was just going to be like everyone's devastated like the end yeah. <laughs> but then like as like the things started going on I mean, they just like did all of that themselves. I all kind of just came as I was writing. It was completely unplanned. And so even at times when like, it's been said that like, you know, Nyla K books like border on too much sex. Like if there was a line of too much sex, like you're the one who's gonna stand on it. Like, but you know, there were maybe a few times that could have been taken out, but I was like, no, it's all important to me. I like it all. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying about like it could have been devastating because there was parts during the story where I was like you know what I could actually see this ending with Jess and Ben just going on and this was just a thing and that you know maybe Ryan finds his happy ever after with someone else I don't know <laughs> like I could definitely I see how yeah it was like it was gonna even be like I mean the way I originally thought of it was even worse because it was just gonna be like Ben, ben and Jess get a divorce and like just terrible split up family everybody's really sad I'm so glad that never happened God damn, I'm, that so glad. I'm so glad I would have been gutted I think and I have a real I wouldn't say it's an issue but sometimes I find like with the whole surprise pregnancy it just doesn't fit in but I really loved that it fit in with this story and I actually even said it to Amanda because she knows that I have an issue with it and I said you know what this actually fit I like it I like that that's how it happened I feel that way too because I'm not a fan and I'm also I'm not a fan of every book having to end with marriage and babies I don't think that it's necessary like it's not not everybody needs to live that life like it's just I've done that in in some of my other books where I'm like they don't need to have kids they don't even want to have kids like it doesn't have to happen but it was just such a thing like you could kind of like even sense it like earlier on in the story that there was something missing for both of them and like that thing was Ryan but it was also Ryan and them like having like a family and stuff like that or a family together and yeah, I think it really made sense. And they're very happy with it. <laughs> they're happy together. Absolutely. I just also wanted to say that obviously, like, because we've just been recommended to your work, <laughs> we both saw Distorted and we were like, oh my, oh my God, God, we need to read this book. It looks amazing. Uh, it definitely looks like it's up our alley. <laughs> so that'll be the next on the list. Yes, yes. Anyone who's a fan of like dubcon that borders on non-con and like really dark um, settings and extremely <laughs> crazy mind fucks that you don't see coming from a mile away. Yeah, we're, we're into that. The darkness, yeah. the mind fucks. Which yeah. Yeah. 
it's 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 a like book one in a series and the entire series is going to be like different couples and stuff so it's every each book there's no cliffhangers or anything um but things you know are interconnected like you meet different characters i'm working on book two right now it's super exciting i love the characters um, and you meet pretty much everyone in book one too. So you get to like see everybody and then each, you know, all those people are going to get their own books and stuff. And there's like a running story between, it's just, it's pretty cool. I don't know, man, I've never seen any prison, prison themed romances before. And uh, that idea just like smacked me in the face and took over everything. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I'm excited to read it too I mean <laughs> I feel like um I think it was a post that you put up and it was about like loving psychopaths or something like that and then about how somebody had like referred to that and said uh yeah I didn't think that that would be the case until I met these characters and I was like yeah okay I'm there for that mm. I'm in there for it yeah, there is because it's like there's some very interesting characters there. Like, I mean, so Distorted is about um, a kid that's like a, a bank robber and he has a lot of issues. But then there's also a serial killer that we're going to meet. Well, we meet in book one and we're going to get his book soon. There's um, a hacker. There's a, an arsonist who's a pathological liar and a nymphomaniac. <laughs> there's like... <laughs> all kinds of craziness and then like also on top of it because I got the inspiration from like doing all this research into like Alcatraz and places like that um the the guards are equally as corrupt as the prisoners and then like the warden who runs the place is just as crazy too so literally everybody is just fucked up <laughs> and like I it's mean, just like, like a lot you're selling it even more to me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, tick, yeah, this tick. <laughs> my vibe. I can't wait to keep going on that one. That's going to be fun. So there you go, guys. Go and jump on that that bandwagon because I know that based on the people that listen to our podcast, that they're going to be loving that as well. So perfect. Back to push for a second. Now the daughter's boyfriend trope. I guess I was so forbidden and angsty. How did you come up with the idea for, for that? Oh man, it was, um, yeah, it really just came to me out of nowhere. I feel like it came to me the way most of my like ideas come to me. Like I was probably watching porn or something <laughs> and like some really hot scenario just like popped into my head. And I was like, that would make a really good, porn movie that I could make as a book because I'm an author and I can write it <laughs> so then I was just like what's the hottest fucking thing in the world oh yeah like imagine like this kids here and you know neither of them have ever done anything with guys before and all of a sudden like you know he sees like he comes down like the the father's like jerking off or something and he like watches him or like some hot thing happens like that like imagine <laughs> stands <laughs> from like some ridiculously like perverse thing like that and turns itself into a story which is kind of really cool and probably like I have a lot of problems but that's okay <laughs> I I'm just so glad that that you did share it with this book with the world because when I we read the blurb and I read it first I said to Amanda because she's 
can be a little bit funny with these type of tropes. She's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, it's the age gap trope. That's the the thing that I have an issue with normally. That's funny though, because like I always forget that pushes age gap. It's like one of the things I I didn't have an issue at all. No, she was, I was like, yes. (laughs) It's definitely like, I mean, it's obvious that it's age gap too, but like, you know, yeah, they're young parents. They're, they're young parents. It's not like they're like much older. I've done like way bigger age gaps than that. And like, but it becomes clear then too, when, you know, it's Ryan goes back to school and like that whole thing, like, it's just, they're doing like this long distance thing and nobody knows what's going on. Then it becomes pretty apparent that it's an age gap, but yeah, I love I I love age gaps, man. I don't know. Somebody always has to. Be Where do older. I? I love it. I <laughs> have a real issue. No, it depends. Like, don't no, you I, do? I have an issue with certain things. Like, no, it's so if weird. It was like eighteen. Yeah, listen. To I don't it's know. Ridiculous. It makes no sense in my head. Okay, like there's issues up there, but if I was eighteen and like over thirty, for some reason that's an issue for me but if it's 20 and over 30 that's fine yeah because that whole why. that whole two years makes a I real don't know difference it's just a thing um so maybe don't read to burn and brutal rapture by nyla k because <laughs> that one's a little bit more oh wait it i'm all there for it i love it <laughs> look to be honest like if it's a good book though it draws me in anyway yeah. like let's be clear <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because Ryan's so mature. I think He's that's so why mature you, as well, yeah. you kind of forget that he is 20, is 21. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He's mature. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Haley was younger than him. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. So you're obviously, you said you were working on the second book after Distorted. Are you working on anything else? Do you work on more than one thing at once? Or do you just focus on the one book? At a time? I usually can't write more than one thing at a time um but I can definitely like plot and outline things at more than one thing at a time I have something else coming out that I actually I forced myself to finish the first draft of it because it actually has a deadline um which I'm not used to like because I'm an indie author I make my own deadlines but this has like a deadline that's already set in November so I was like let me finish the first draft now so I can make sure it's ready and then I will come back to it later. It's a um, it's a fairy tale retelling. It's part of a collection. Like a bunch of us are doing a collection called the Twisted Tales Collection, and it's all like these dark fairy tale retellings. And mine is a, a fairy tale that I'm sure nobody has ever heard of before. It's a like the one of the original Grimm's fairy tales called the White Snake. And in the White Snake, it's um, the the king and this and his servant they eat a piece of this white snake and it allows them to hear animals talking it allows them to like communicate with animals how do you make that into a romance you may ask well <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> but i found a way to sort of like i made it into this it's mine is about a cult it's like this um cult that lives out in the woods sort of like a commune and it's actually an MMMF, um, like polyamorous sort of a uh, situation where the majority of the book is actually just the guys and then the girl comes in at like the last second. And it's really weird, <laughs> it's like really, really weird but hot because it's me. So that's gonna happen. Um, and mine is called Serpent in White. And it's actually available for pre-order already, even though there's, we're not, we haven't done like cover reveals or anything yet, but 
Um, so that's happening in November. So we'll start probably start talking about that more like as the time comes. But in the interim, the only real thing I'm working on is the Alabaster Penitentiary book two, which is already has a name, it's called Joyless. And it is an MMF. Um, so fans, fans of Push are going to love this story. <laughs> it's very, very, um, it's obviously different than Push, but it's like gonna be really, the characters are super interesting. And like, if you read Distorted, you'll know about them. So the characters are like super interesting and it's gonna be like just as dark and like kind of really messed up. <laughs> and like, you know, the prison setting. This book I'll tell you is about the guards. So the book one is like about the prisoner, you know, prison guard sort of situation. And then book two is about the guards and all the stuff that they get up to. So that's gonna be really fun. But as I stated, I'm doing something right now. That's <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna say but it's a super special thing that's really exciting. And so yeah, everybody who loves Push is really gonna love this. I love it. It's because like I said, I like I wrote Push a long time ago. So it was like, I mean, it's been coming up on its two year anniversary because I published it in 2019, but I actually wrote it in 2018. So it's been a while and I haven't, you know, I like, I pick it up every now and again and I read like, you know, a couple of passages if I'm looking for something like a quote or doing something, but to actually be like back with these characters a little bit, is like super exciting. I just love them. Oh man. <laughs> they were like my first, like, you know, they weren't my first book, but they're my first like book really? that like got me into the community and like did everything they're my first taboo my first you know any sort of forbidden kind of situation my first mail mail anything um oh man I can't wait for this this is gonna be great stay tuned <laughs> I can't wait either. absolutely <laughs> stay tuned guys um and we'll put all of the links to Nyla's um social media as well in the description for this podcast episode as well mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting and I'm really excited for this episode. So for having me, this was so much fun. I love it. <laughs> no worries. Have a great um, evening. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Have a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.